Welcome to the True Success Channel podcast. I'm your host Shamima Shahjahan and I'm here to help you unlock your inner greatness and transform your life into a fulfilling lifestyle that brings you true success that success in this world and the next. As a self-development and transformational coach, I help you eliminate the limiting beliefs that's holding you back from reaching your maximum potential. If you are a dream-driven woman, you are in the right place. As each week We'll be talking about healing, growth, empowerment and everything in between. True Success Channel is all about purpose, intention and strategic action infused with faith to help you unleash your true potential, craft your dream life and attain success. So my dearest soul sisters, let's heal, grow and slay those goals. Hey guys, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Welcome to part 2 of the conversation I'm having with Sister Safira where we are discussing the topic what you focus on grows. If you have not listened to the part 1 yet, I highly recommend that you go back and listen to that so you can benefit more. But anyway, without much ado, let's dive right into today's conversation. talking about sins we cannot deny but talk about the very first sin by the very first human being adam alayhi salam it's the story of adam alayhi salam is so special that the very first story that allah shared in the quran was the story of adam alayhi salam and even adam alayhi salam failed and we know that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgave him and the very fact that he failed is an indication of our nature how the relationship between human beings and god is going to be like human beings we sin we seek forgiveness allah forgives we sin we seek forgiveness and allah forgives and it's a cycle because there's not ever going to be a point that we can a seek forgiveness and never sin again because it kind of goes against our nature and focusing on this i feel we also have to reflect on why did adam alayhi salam fail because the reason kind of ties to our topic today that is the power of focus and the power of our thoughts one of the reasons why adam alayhi salam fail if i can say is because his desire was so powerful that it altered his decision making ability because when satan deluded him saying that if you eat from this forbidden tree you will get eternal life or you can stay in here forever or whatever lie that he said to make adam alayhi salam slip at the end of the day like us adam alayhi salam had the power of his thought he could have chosen whether to reject satan or to go along with what he was lying to him about and because of adam alayhi salam's nature as human beings and because of his strong desire he failed the word that he gave to allah to not go to that forbidden tree and this shows that what power our thoughts and our desire can hold because of that very act that adam alayhi salam slipped once it changed the destiny of the entire human kind that currently we are here on earth working our way back to god and of course this is by the will of allah subhanahu wa taala but we cannot deny the free will we can't just say everything is predestined and wait for life to happen we have to take responsibility of our life and a part of it 
is holding the power of our decisions. And I feel nowadays, especially, we are in the era of self-help gurus and inspirational voices. They're saying, you know, do this, do that, blah, blah, blah. But we cannot deny that the reason we are following a particular guru or we are following a particular coach or whoever is because it's appealing to our desire. Because not everyone is going to listen to this particular podcast. Whoever is going to listen to the podcast is someone who is interested and keen to improvise themselves, right? So we can't say that all desire is bad, but it's important that we filter the desire and only act on those that will help us towards our destiny, that will help us reach our highest potential because I feel at the end of the day the power of focus and the power of thoughts the idea or the concept is like a tool that can help us progress what do you think about it uh, sister Safira I love what you said about filtering our desires Mm -hmm. so desire on its own is not bad but the desire I mean if our end goal is to become closer to Allah and we filter all our desires with that in mind Subhanallah, then, then we can follow our desires and become closer to Allah. That can be a means for doing that. I love, love, love the way that you have phrased it. Um, it is so, so important, yes, that, that, you know, not all desire is bad, but a filtering through those filters um, allows us to, to become closer to Allah. And, and this is the same thing that we're choosing our thoughts. We can say, does this thought bring me closer to Allah or is it taking me away? Is this thought increasing my fear or is it increasing my faith? Is this action increasing my fear or increasing Mm -hmm. my faith? You know, if we have those filters on everything that we do, we think, even beliefs that we have, you can say, does this belief support my faith in Allah or is it taking me away? You know, if we have those filters on everything that we do, subhanAllah, it's going to make life so much easier yeah like you said we need to upgrade our mind and we are talking about focus and we are talking about thoughts and when we talk about focus and thought we cannot but focus on mind because mind is the vessel that holds our desires our thoughts our focus and all these things that we are talking about in today's podcast so the question arises what is the mind so Just to put it in a nutshell, I think we can say that mind predominantly is divided into the conscious mind and the subconscious mind. And the conscious mind gathers knowledge. It gathers information, experiences through our senses. It learns from books, conversations, experiences. And we can say conscious mind makes the decision. It reasons. And whatever that you hold in your conscious mind is then passed down to your subconscious mind. And your subconscious mind is the mind of action. We previously talked about the thoughts that you associate with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then we talked about the responsibility that you need to have in order to take the decision that will upgrade your life and take you towards your fullest potential. So, These are conscious thoughts that you need to hold in your conscious mind. And conscious mind is like, if I can say, a fertile land. And you're planting these thoughts and you're focusing on them. And we can associate, let's say for an example, your focus is the sunlight. So you're focusing your light on the thoughts that you're planting in this fertile land. And the foots they bear and the roots go into your subconscious mind. Your subconscious mind is the mind of action. It is responsible for all that we do. It is like a seat of memory and instinct. 
and your subconscious mind has tremendous power and it has extraordinary intelligence and it can do complicated processes within your body and it can make life possible even despite the current situations that we are going through so if you make the decision to have only positive thoughts about yourself about god and about all the circumstances that are happening around you then inshallah you will be altering your subconscious mind that is going to help you pave the way to see the goodness in things and attract all the good things into your life what do you think about it uh, sister safira yes your explanation is perfect um and it, it's exactly how things go from your conscious mind it becomes a process that you think the same thoughts many times over and over and because your your brain is is quite uh, efficient if it drops it down into your subconscious mind it no longer needs to exert any effort or energy so that's how we create our beliefs is by thinking the same thought over and over and over and over again mm-hmm. we have control over that we do have control over the thoughts that we think we can choose what we want to think and focus on once we do that and we focus on the good and we focus on allah's um beautiful attributes and that can then become beliefs yeah that are within our mind and and within our life and like you say the subconscious mind is where we act from mm-hmm. and if those beliefs are in there about the goodness about Allah's good attributes then that becomes how we operate and how we live our lives mm-hmm. and again like you say that's what we're going to attract into our life so it does act with our conscious mind and the thoughts that we think that we choose yeah essentially what you focus your attention on grows in your experience and we have to realize that we are the choice maker in our lives so if we can summarize this you have to question yourself and ask are you problem oriented or are you solution oriented are you focusing on what is wrong with the world and the virus and the death and the numbers and all the negative things or are you focusing on everything that is right like this is afira initially mentioned she's thinking about getting the opportunity to spend time with her family if you are solution oriented then you will be focusing on what is right you will be focusing on the people who are around you you will be focusing on your potential you will be focusing on the learning opportunities you will be focusing on the present and how you can make life better what do you say about it uh, sis safira yes then you know when um i love the way that you phrased it once again the when we focus on the solution we focus on how we can be a part of the solution mm-hmm. and if you're not a part of the solution you are part of the problem wow. and there's no you don't get to decide that oh no i'm not playing this game you are one or the other mm. i totally love how you said if you're not the part of the solution you're part of the problem <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean it really points the finger at you like you better get it right change your mindset Make it right. yeah yeah because <laughs> I I believe the landscape of the mind changes thought by thought so you have to become conscious of the thoughts that you hold in your conscious mm-hmm. mind right and another thing is talking about the power of focus and we talked about the conscious mind the subconscious mind the importance to upgrade our thinking i must add that one of the main reasons we have to upgrade the thinking because only if you do so can you downgrade your problems because if your thinking is right then no problem is too big to be solved even if it is the corona virus 
even if it is cancer, even if it is any other deadly thing, any disease that you know of. And I'm focusing on disease right now because of the coronavirus pandemic that's really causing panic in the lives of a lot of people. What are your thoughts on this, Sister Safira? Yeah. You know, the other thing I think that is a part of this is that Allah is the solution and there is already a solution. Mm-hmm. Um, the solution might not be what we want it to be, but it would be what is best for us. Mm-hmm. There is an element of when we make dua and we say, Ya Allah, cure me of this illness. If it is good for you, you will be cured of that illness. And if it's not, you won't. Yep. You know, that there's an element of having Allah's will and and accepting his will, no matter what that is. Yes. But as you know, for me, it's just my thoughts about when we make dua and we say, Ya Allah, I want it this way. Mm-hmm. Fix it, this problem, fix it this way. And then if it's any other way, we feel like our duas haven't been answered. Mm-hmm. But if we take a step back and we look and we say, Ya Allah, Allah will fix this solution, the, this problem. And whatever the solution is, is going to be the best for me and for everybody else. No matter what happens, we have accepted Allah's will. Mm-hmm. Not that we're not making the dua. When we're saying, Ya Allah, this is what I want to happen, but I am open to what your will is, how the best solution is for this problem. I think that's so beautiful. And it's very important that we understand that God doesn't have to listen to you just because you pray for it. Right. And not that all you desire for yourself is good for you. Right. And this reminds me of an ayah, which is in Surah Al-Baqarah, ayah 216, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, where he's saying, but perhaps you hate a thing and it is good for you. And perhaps you love a thing and it is bad for you. And Allah knows while you know not. So even when it comes to our dua, just because we think it is good for us, doesn't mean it is good for us. Maybe your dua, you're limiting your capacity. For an example, maybe you want to get married to a particular person and you think he is your Prince Charming and he's going to give you this, give you that. But Allah knows the big picture. He knows what would be the reality if you actually marry this particular person. Maybe your life will be um, happily ever after, like the storybooks and all the Disney movies portray, for only the honeymoon period, and then you will just regret your life forever. So maybe Allah is protecting you from something. And um, at this point, I also want to mention about the three ways in which Allah answers the dua. One is that He gives you what you ask for. Two, he does not give you what you ask for, but he removes harm from your way. And three, this is the most beautiful where instead of answering your dua, Allah rewards you so abundantly in the hereafter for your unanswered dua. And when the Sahaba heard this, they said the Prophet that then we are going to make dua for everything. So much so that they even used to make dua when their shoelace untied. And the Prophet also said that the reward that will be given for the unanswered dua is so magnificent that everyone will start wishing that none of their prayers were accepted. And the fact that we see negative things and we let what's happening in the world overwhelm us it's not because there's a problem in god's plan or that there's a problem in our circumstances but the real problem the root cause 
is in our consciousness which is why we need to make conscious shifts and make decisions and if we do so we will realize that it is you who stand in the way of getting to your true potential and for us to change our destiny and reach our true potential we need to upgrade our thinking we need to consciously choose the things we focus on like we said because what we focus on grows and whatever is abundant in your life creates your destiny for an example let's say there is a landscape that is filled with buildings we call it the city but in that same landscape if you fill it with animals we call it a farm so it's not the landscape that decides what that place is called it's what you decide to put in that landscape likewise is your life what are you going to fill it with what are your thoughts where are you going to focus on hmm. what do you think about it uh, sister safira i'm really sorry if i am talk- doing all the talking no no that's okay there is such a beautiful image mashallah yeah. such a beautiful image um, i was actually yes. staring out of my window here and i'm like huh <laughs> alhamdulillah you know one of the things that i always always wanted to have is a good view near my working space yes and i want it so bad that i make dua for it i prayed for it right so mm-hmm. alhamdulillah that wherever i shifted i created a dream workspace wherever i went mm-hmm. because i focused on it and i chose to give importance to it that allah made it a reality even right now you wouldn't believe like i ha- i'm currently working with the view of the ocean i'm not saying because i'm trying to be boastful it's definitely by the will of allah it's his fadl to be honest but this is something that i gave importance to to the extent mm-hmm. that i made it a point to make dua for it right a lot of people want a lot of things in life but they don't realize that they have not prioritized it even to the extent that they have not asked about it from allah at least once mm. it's just a desire lingering in their mind it's not solid enough to be worded to god we have to realize that you hold the power to your thoughts and what you focus on and sister safira i would like to pass on the mic uh, virtually to you <laughs> right now uh saying that i feel that like you said i really really loved how you said that if you're not a part of the solution then my dear i'm sorry you are a problem it's like you know in these movies they show the earth and there's like a lot of lights and um, i think there was this uh, animated movie i think the rise of the guardians or something so i mean i i'm not sure if you watched it but it was uh, showing a clear picture about how the world from a zoomed out perspective where there are lights in different parts of the world so i think we can bring that analogy even to the point that you mentioned where the world is i mean you can see the landscape of the world and you can see lights and you can see some black spots and lights are enlightened soul that are contributing to the solution and the black spots are the problem the people who are not realizing that it's not a curse but it is an opportunity in disguise so i feel having said that we need to become agents of change what are your thoughts on this term agent of change how can we change ourselves if we realize like oh, oops i am a problem so if someone listening to this episode right now recognize themselves as a problem quote unquote then how can they become an agent for change so you know at some stage in our lives 
all of us are part of the problem. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's not it's not to beat yourself up about it, but it's to say, okay, now I have the awareness. I choose to be part of the solution. Mm-hmm. And it's choosing to help other people. It's choosing to believe the best about Allah, to be the best version of yourself that you can be. Mm-hmm. You know, focusing on, on what it is that you can do, not focusing on what you can't do, focusing on what you do have and bringing an enormous amount of gratitude into your life for what you already have mm-hmm. rather than focusing on what you don't have. It's focusing on, like you said, on, on the silver lining um, mm-hmm. in the cloud. But a lot of times what I think it is, we have the whole cloud that is silver and there's just a little lining of black that mm-hmm. we're focusing on. It's bringing the attention, your focus back to what's right not focusing on what's wrong. Once we focus on what's right, what's good, what's beneficial, you'll find that it totally eclipses all the things that are that are not working. You know, and then not ignoring the things that are the, the quote-unquote problems in our life or the mm-hmm. opportunities that we have for growth, not ignoring them, but not letting them overshadow everything else that is good. Yeah. It's not ignoring them, but embracing the challenges in our life as an opportunity that can bring out your capacity. They say, uh, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Because there are a lot of people who have recovered from it. And if you are in self-isolation and all these things, don't just cry about it. Do something about it. It doesn't necessarily mean that uh, you have to go and work in the health sector. But spreading light and not confusion, fear and panic. Because there are a lot of people sharing messages about how it can affect you and the like that really really adds a lot of sadness, grief and worry in people's heart. But how many people at this time have become agents of positivity? They are focusing on the good things in this situation. And through this podcast, Sister Safira and I, in this episode, are trying to spread light in our own capacity. Because I feel the world right now is crying out for change. Because as we are recording this podcast right now, there are a lot of people who are looking for transformation. They are desiring change for the better. But only a very few individuals make the decision to change. Because first... We like to convince that we are safer in our conformity. We don't want to push past our limiting beliefs or what we knew was the reality. We don't want to change what's familiar, even though we know that it is wrong. Secondly, I feel we like to clutch on to our life cycles. We don't want to change the pattern because we got so used to it. Because if you want to change the pattern, that means you need to put more effort people don't want to pay the cost for the change and we have to realize at this point that change does not come about by mere wishing but it will only manifest if we are willing to take the stance of a warrior we have to become warriors because when the moment we take this decision then we will see the descent of challenges upon our life and challenges not in a bad way but as opportunities for us to display our capacity the more capacity we develop the closer we can move towards our calling and we can achieve greater things and the less capacity that we have our life is going to feel more constricted It's because we chose to live inside the bubble. So do you have any closing thoughts, Sister Safira? To say we always have a choice. We always have a choice in what we want to focus on. You can choose. Um, and then, you know, everything, every choice comes with a cost. Mm-hmm. And not choosing 
comes with its own costs as well. Yes, we have a choice in what we want to focus on. And I feel that it's, it's our duty. SubhanAllah, you know, when we are blessed with so many things, the fact that we can sit and listen to a podcast mm-hmm. in our homes and self-isolate in our homes means that we are a very small percentage of the population of the world and we are, subhanAllah, so blessed with so much abundance that I feel that this is our duty and this mm-hmm. is our way of saying to Allah, Ya Allah, I am grateful for everything that you've given to yes. me, of making ourselves the, the guiding light for other people, uh, if you want to yeah. put it that way. You know, so pr- spreading positivity, spreading, you know, feeling Allah's love to the, the best ability that we can and to the greatest capacity that we have and spreading that to other people and showing other people that, you know what, there is another mm-hmm. way. This is how we can make the world a better place is by by focusing on uh, the good that's already there, on the the abundance that we already have, on the gifts and the blessings that Allah has already given to us and, and spreading that through the world. I feel that it's our duty to do that. It's our way of being grateful, of have, showing gratitude. It doesn't mean that we have to give everything away, but this is a way that we can uh, so positively impact other people. And if somebody else can feel the same way that we do as a result of them interacting with us, then subhanAllah, isn't that beautiful? Even if it's just one other yes, person. That's definitely true. Because even at least there's this hadith that said that even if one person is guided through you, it's better than a whole lot of red camels. And red camels at that time were like really expensive animals. It's like owning a whole lot of Ferraris right now. So... <laughs> It's beautifully put. And to wrap up, I feel that people need to understand that they need to become responsible for their choices. They have to become more conscious about the thoughts that they choose to hold in their mind. And they have to become more vigilant about what they focus on. But the best part is that we have been given the free will by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yes, we have no control over what happens to us. We have no control over the circumstances. But Allah never expects us to control the circumstances. What Allah expects us to do is control our response to the circumstances. He does not want us to become controllers rather he wants us to become responsible and conscious participants and you have the advantage of sowing the good seeds in your inner pasture because our words and our actions can germinate from our intentions and thoughts and when our intentions and thoughts are right then they will bear fruits of abundance even during a crisis because if at all i see this particular podcast episode as something that's positive something that brings about life something that brings about light and it is being recorded during the crisis when the problem is still going on when there is still no solution A lot of people like to associate this with hopelessness, but rather you have to become the agents of change and to see what goodness can you make out of it during this challenging time. Seek out the good things. For example, when it comes to this particular episode, we realize, wait, we are at home, 
we have more free time so why not create a podcast and here we are recording a podcast likewise ask yourself what are the positive things that are happening in your life right now because of this crisis because um to be honest i get to spend more time with my husband my husband's with me 24 hours <laughs> he he's not a big fan of it but i am <laughs> so so that's something positive for me likewise what are the positive things happening in your life because of this crisis that wouldn't have happened if not for this coronavirus pandemic i feel like we are even connecting with different people all around the world and we are able to relate to each other's pain much better than anything else so these are my final thoughts so this is safira do you have any final words before we wrap up today's session just that you know what this is there will be so many good things that will come out of this Mm-hmm. and this is what we need to focus on what good is already here mm-hmm. um and what good will come inshallah after this because there is good there is so much good yes we just need to have the positive outlook and hope to see it come to an end and life will go on yes before yes, okay alhamdulillah jazakallah khair sister safira for giving us your time and sharing your wonderful insights with us i'm sure that the audience had a lot of gems that they could pick out from this episode i myself learned a lot of things jazakallah khair for joining me here today i hope to have you on another episode in the future inshallah on a separate topic jazakallah khair inshallah me we are keep Sister Shamima, thank you so much for having me. I feel so blessed to have this opportunity to share with you. Um, and I myself have learned so much from you. You are such a beautiful speaker. Mashallah. Alhamdulillah for that. Jazakallah khair. All right. Thanks for listening to the True Success Channel podcast. If you love this show, share it with your friends. The more, the merrier. Thanks for tuning in. If you benefited from today's episode, you might want to check out my social media profiles in Instagram and Facebook and of course YouTube. A new video is dropping tomorrow. What's my content about? It's where personal development meets faith. My username is Shamima Shahjahan. That's S H A M E M A S H A J A H A N. Before I end, I want to say I would love to connect with you because nothing brings me delight like connecting to like-minded sisters. So I would like to warmly invite you to join my Ramadan musings email series if you haven't done so already. It's a soulful letter I send to my beloved soul sisters every Monday where I share snippets of my life that I don't share anywhere else and I couple it up with my reflections and gems that I learn from books, podcasts, individuals, etc. So you can learn, feel inspired and grow. To sign up all you have to do is go to www.tinyurl.com/rmm/letter. We'll see you next time soul sister. Take care. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.